0: This is HPR episode 1673 entitled How I Use CFS on Linux and is part of the series File Systems. It is hosted by first-time host Mitchell Sirashinsky-Aka, Mindbender, and is about 17 minutes long. The summary is the CFS file system and how I use it under Linux.
1: This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's H P R 1 5. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com.
0: Hey everybody, this is Michael, a.k.a. Mindbender, uh, recording my first podcast for Hacker Public Radio. Um, Wanted to speak to you guys a little bit about some of the things that I'm into. I've been using Linux off and on for the last uh, 10 years or so. I started out with Fedora Core 2 way back in the day, and honestly at the time I had very little knowledge base about Linux in general. However, since that time, I've used it on a number of devices, actually put together a few servers that I've used for storing files around my house. Um, what I want to speak to you guys today about is something uh, that I know has already been discussed on the Hacker Public Radio, uh, is the ZFS file system. It is a very powerful... And as they say, the last word in file systems. Very powerful uh, tool uh, that we have in the open source community. Uh, now ZFS has been around for a number of years at this point, and is is very stable file system. But it originates mostly from Sun Microsystems, now Oracle. Uh, originally used in the Solaris operating uh, system, was. Uh, ported over to the BSDs, and honestly, I feel that it is the BSDs' killer feature. L- uh, licensing makes it a bit of an issue. It's released under a um, open source but license, but the it's not compatible with the GPL uh, that Linux is. So unfortunately, it has never been uh, compiled into Linux itself. But it can be used in various ways with Linux. Uh, two ways I know of is, a, um, is the Fuse file system, which I'm honestly not that uh, knowledgeable about because uh, I've never used this method. Uh, I've been told it might be slower. Uh, if anybody else wants to comment on that, uh, please do. Um, but also, it's, there is also a project known as the uh, ZFS on Linux project. Now, more information about this project can be found um, at zfsonlinux.org. As they say on their main website, it's a native Linux kernel port of the ZFS file system, so it actually works at the kernel level. Um, And they have pre-compiled binaries as as, um, as well as repositories for a number of distributions. Well, I'm looking on their website right now, I see, of course, Debian, Ubuntu, Fedora being uh, three of them, uh, but also Arch Linux, Sabayon, um, and uh, uh, as well as RHEL and CentOS. Um, it is now been reported to be stable on Linux. The ZFS on Linux port is stable in Linux, and is felt to be ready to use in a production environment. I have been using ZFS on Linux for approximately uh, one and a half years on my own home server. I have a, um, it's a, currently, originally it was a Debian uh, 7.0 based server that I was running um, the XFCE desktop environment on. However, um, I recently have switched over to Ubuntu uh, 14.04. Uh, mainly because it's a long-term support release, as well as it seems to work very well under the MATE uh, desktop, which is, of course, a re-implementation of uh, the GNOME uh, 2.0 series of uh, desktop environments. And uh, whenever I first started putting together a server back in the day, I think it was was in the Ubuntu 10.0, uh, era that it originally used uh, Gnome 2. So it has worked very well thus far. I'm using, like I said, uh, it's Ubuntu 14.04 with the Mate Desktop. It is not the recent re-spin that was put out with Ubuntu 14.04 with Mate. I added the uh, repositories separately. Uh, however, it seems to work very well Um, uh, the way I've put it together, I haven't had any issues with updating or anything like that. Um, ZFS is, I do feel, the final say in file systems. It is robust. It has copy-on-write protection. Um, It basically treats multiple disks as one large pool. So the nice thing about that is if you have, you can set it to be uh, basically, for high fault tolerance. If you lose one disk, uh, assuming that you've done it correctly, you will still have a file system. And going through commands, uh, using the command line, you can actually remove the faulted disk and put it back and put a new disk in its place. Um, you can set it up to be similar to RAID 5 or even RAID 6. So basically, you can lose one disk or two disks, and you've still got. Um, a working file system. Now, the one thing to keep in mind is that ZFS is not a substitute for a backup. Uh, While it does have snapshotting, which I forgot to mention earlier, which basically means that it will be able to make a snapshot in time of your file system, and you can go back and retrieve files that may have been deleted. These are not backups there is still nothing that can replace a backup, let's say, to another computer, to a um, USB drive, or even to something like CrashPlan, which is an online uh, backup system that is compatible with uh, Linux, as well as other operating systems, including Windows and OS uh, X. There are even some guides on certain distros that show you how to make it your root file system. Uh, Now, on my server... My root file system is still ext4, and I use the ZFS as sort of the area to store audio files, video files, um, family pictures, and things like that, Um, but for the brave ones among you out there who would like to try something like that, I believe that Arch uh, Linux actually has a guide on their website to show you how to do that. Now, out in BSD land, um, there are ways to, and I think that the that there actually is a natively supported file system, so it is supported that you can install that to uh, a root partition and um, use that as your main file system. Now. Um, I have had a few problems with ZFS, and I should restate that. It's actually not a problems with ZFS, it's problems with certain hard drives. Uh, my current server setup is five three terabyte hard drives set with a fault tolerance of uh, 1. So basically, I can lose one drive and maintain the ZFS pool. Now, I ran into an issue where I lost two drives at one time and therefore my ZFS pool was uh, gone. I was not able to use it. Uh, Luckily I had all my files backed up on another computer and didn't have to worry about that. Uh, However it is something to keep in mind. Um, One idea if someone's going to put together a pool such as this, a ZFS pool, is to get Drives from different batches. So basically, I say I think it's a bad idea to buy all your drives at one time. Um, might be a better idea to get them from uh, various places: Amazon, Newegg, Tiger Direct, or even a local business uh, if you're lucky to have one nearby that would be able to sell you a drive or two. And you'll probably have better luck than I had with that uh, setup. Now, I don't want to uh, jump on one drive for being more reliable than another uh, drive or a company being more reliable than another uh, drive or another company as far as hard drive manufacturing goes. However, there is a uh, website called Backblaze, B-A-C-K-B-L-A-Z-E dot com, who um, they run a multitude of servers in uh, their company, and they actually did a... A uh, uh, drive life study inside their company, and the results can basically be found out at um, on their website, which I will place in the show notes. Uh, might be something to think about when you uh, purchase a hard drive for your uh, for your rig. So I just wanted to let everyone know uh, about the ZFS file system. I know it's been discussed before uh, on. Uh, hacker public radio uh keep in mind this is my first uh, podcast that i've ever recorded Uh, so um, i'm hoping to do some more in the future and i thought since i do listen to quite a few uh, hpr episodes that i might as well contribute as well and also before i go i just wanted to thank um, JWP, who did a ZFS file system uh, podcast on Hacker Public Radio's HPR number 1600, 1600, on... I think it was September 19, 2014. Um, He had some very good information about the ZFS file system and uh, especially about reasons why it is not included by default in Linux uh, related to its licensing issues. And he has a very good handle on that. So I recommend you to go back and listen to that podcast as well. Um, Once again, uh, thank you very much. Uh, Look forward to doing something like this again in the future.